0: Hey, and welcome to the Crosspoint Podcast. Let's get into this week's message from Pastor Michael Tadlock, and may it bring healing, hope, and ultimately, transformation. All right, let's jump to the Word. If you're ready for the Word, shout a great big glory, glory. Amen? Second Corinthians chapter 4. We've been here before. We're going to come from a different angle today and what the Lord's given us. Verse number 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. I want you to look at verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. I want to read that verse, if I can, in the New Living Translation. This is what it says. We're pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. For just a little while today, if the Holy Ghost to help me, I want to come to you on this thought this morning. Life in the squeeze. Life in the squeeze. In the squeeze, How many of you need the Lord to speak to you today, amen? Because I need him to speak through me today. So let's ask him to come and anoint us fresh and anew. Can we do that? Lord, we thank you for what you've already done in this house. Thank you for how you've already moved, for the lives you've already touched. And Lord, we can leave right now and, and say that we've been with you. We've been in your presence. But Lord, I know that you have more you desire to do in here today. I know, Lord, that you've brought men, women, young men, young ladies into this house today that you want to pour your Holy Spirit out upon. So I ask you, Jesus, just to come and take full control. I ask you, Lord, to dispatch angels from glory that us stand guard over the remainder of this service I bind every evil spirit that would want to hinder, to distract us or detour us or derail us from what is your plan for this moment. Just ask you, Lord, to take me as a vessel in your hand. I I know I'm nothing. I need you today. I ask you to anoint me. Lord, I know what you've dealt with me on. I know what you spoke to me about, but I can't bring it today without the unction of the Holy Spirit. I pray one more time that you let an anointing rest on me to declare your word. Let it come alive to us. Let there be revelation in the house today. Lord, have your way. Bring breakthroughs. God, bring revolution, bring healing, bring victory, bring a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Come, Lord, move and the way only you can. We'll praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Turn and tell somebody, something's squeezing me. Something is squeezing me. Man, it's kind of strange, ain't it? <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Life in the squeeze. Now I didn't coin that phrase, I don't believe, but it became a description several years ago that Sister Amy and I used to kind of describe some things that we were going through in our life that just seemed to be very difficult. We learned to recognize those signs and understand what was going on. It was a a time that we just couldn't shake a heaviness that seemed to want to come upon us. It was a time that It seemed to be that we were facing this problem and facing that problem and sometimes, you know, it felt like there was such a squeeze going on in our lives. Home became hard, work was hard, church was hard, family was hard. It was a life in the squeeze. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? If you do say amen. See, it's a time when it just felt like we were being squeezed to death by so many things. We came to this realization and a revelation, though, that it was in this time of life in the squeeze that we were in this season of trial. We were in this moment of testing, a, a squeezing time that, it, you know, the enemy meant for it to be to our destruction, to our demise, to the detriment of our spiritual life. But we learned that it all being put in the hands of the Lord, no matter the circumstance or the situation, no matter the trouble, no matter what it may have been, that if we'd put it in the hands of the Lord, that we would be able to endure in this squeezing time, and we found out that the Lord would use this life in the squeeze moment to bring the greatest of blessings into our lives. Now, here in 2 Corinthians 4, Paul said, and we read it in the New Living Translation, that we are pressed on every side by troubles. I just want to know by raising of hands how many of you have been there before? Maybe you're there now where you felt like you was being pressed on every side by troubles. Many hands have went up. Begin to think and pray and ask the Lord about the different things in life that can press against us or squeeze us. There's numerous things I want to mention today, but it is not an exhaustive list because you may need to fill in the blank with what you're dealing with or what you're facing. The first thing that the enemy wants to bring in our life to squeeze us, obviously, is that of entanglements. It's the temptations to sin. It's the carnal thoughts and carnal tendencies. Ultimately, that is Satan's goal, no matter our trial or trouble, It's to get us to a place that we give in to sin and and we sell out to this world and ultimately backslide in our relationship with the Lord. That's what hell desires. The reality today is life itself in 2024 is difficult and is pressing against us as children of God. Sometimes it's other things like money issues. Paying the bills can just about squeeze you to death. Amen. Surviving it can can just about squeeze you to death. Raising kids can put the squeeze on you. Relationships can put the squeeze. Marriage can put the squeeze, family problems, problems on the job, you know like that supervisor that seems to just have it out for you or that coworker that seems to continually cause the conflict, creates a squeeze in your life. It can even be problems at church, believe it or not, that can put a squeeze on you. Now let me just serve notice here that we we always declare and have from the very beginning that we will be a place that is number one in unity of the spirit and number two in unity with each other. Now, having said that, let me say this that as your pastor, I've always told you, if there is a problem, let's talk about it because ultimately God's desire is reconciliation. His desire is us to be in unity, one mind, one accord because it's there in that unity that he commands the blessing. You can face problems even in your life from dealing with past abuse, past failures, Maybe you're dealing with rejection in your life and it'll put the squeeze on you. Maybe you find yourself living with loneliness. You're just lonely. Feel like you don't have anybody. It'll put a squeeze on you. Maybe there are hurts and wounds and pains and heartaches in your life that you just can't find healing over and it seems to be squeezing you. Sometimes, oftentimes, it can even be a grief that wants to overtake in your life. You lost a loved one and the grief over that loved one is something you're living with day in and day out and it seems to be squeezing you to death. It can even be grief over a failure in your life or a failed marriage over a divorce. Grief will take over. Sometimes even generational curses, things that folks aren't aware of, continually puts them in the squeeze and they don't even realize that there is a victory that is waiting for them once they have revelation of the generational curse spiritual attacks that come against our life, what I call oftentimes spiritual targeting, being targeted by the enemy. Any of you ever ever backed up and said we are under attack? Does anybody know what I'm talking about, amen? I I, I shared with with a brother this morning that has not been able to be here due to work, and this morning he is sick as a dog, and he's probably watching right now, and I told him that this is nothing but the devil. Listen, folks say we blame too much the devil well I'm going to start there and rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus amen I'm going to submit myself to God and rebuke the devil because he wants to put me in a squeeze sickness in our body disease in our body injuries that we've suffered surgeries that we've had to have will put us in the squeeze are you following me and the list goes on and on and on, we'd be here all day. But the question becomes, Pastor, if I'm in this squeeze you're talking about, how do I live in victory? If I'm in this squeeze, how can I be an overcomer? If I'm in this squeeze and and, and I I thought about the example of a boa constrictor and how when he wraps around this victim, he waits for that victim to exhale and then he squeezes a little bit tighter. Can I tell you there's not enough breath, your breath in your lungs for you to have the victory. But when the wind of the Holy Ghost blows on the inside of your spirit, I'm telling you that devil's got to let go in the name of Jesus. Ah, That that was just a side note, I'm not going to preach on that, but I want to give you what I would title today, four Eyes of victory in the squeeze. The first one, and we're going to go through them, I know time is of the essence, the first thing I want to say to you, the first I is this, I am not giving up on my God. I may be in living a life in the squeeze, but my mind is made up today. I am not giving up on my God. Hallelujah. Psalms 118 and 17, the psalmist said, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. wants me to throw in the towel and say I just can't do it anymore. I just can't make it anymore. But I've come to declare today I might not can do it in and of myself but I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me and my son, my mind is made up. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on my God. He's never failed me before. He ain't gonna fail me now. I'm not giving up. Is there anybody that will declare today, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, but I'm tired, but I'm not giving up. I'm weary, but I'm not giving up. I'm discouraged, but I'm not giving up. My mind is made up today. I'm not giving up on my God. today you need to stir up some determination in your spirit some determination I'm talking about what's called grit look at your neighbor and say you need to get some grit come on tell them I'm not talking about grits I'm talking about grit I'm talking about gritting your teeth with your mind made up and recognizing the devil just wants me to throw in the towel. Therefore, I refuse to give up. The devil wants me to lay down and hush. Therefore, I will stand up and open my mouth and declare, I shall not die but live and declare the the works of the Lord, I'm not giving up. The devil wants this mess I'm in to cause me to throw my hands up and go back to living a life of sin in bondage, but I refuse to give up on my God. He will see me through this. God, to thinking about that song we used to sing that said, I won't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. Would somebody just declare today, I'm not going back? I'm not going back. The devil wants me addicted again, but I'm not going back. The devil wants me living in adultery again, but I'm not going back. The devil wants me living like a dirty, rotten, rank sinner but my mind is made up. I'm not going back. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Ah, in Psalms 57 and 7. The psalmist said, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. I like the definition of that word fixed. It means to stand perpendicular. I don't really know how you'd stand any other way. But it says to stand perpendicular, which means to stand upright. Stand up. My heart is standing up, hallelujah. It also means stable and established. And another definition said securely determined. My heart is securely determined. Oh God, my heart is securely determined. Is there anybody today that is ready to declare in your life to to serve notice to the enemy today that you refuse to give up? You're determined you're gonna keep following Jesus. You're determined you're gonna keep living for the Lord. Oh, I refuse to give up. That's why Paul said, or Peter said in 2 Peter 3 and 1, he said, stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Sometimes we're forgetful. Anybody in here forgetful? Yeah, me too. I learned this week that dehydration causes you to be forgetful. Isn't that a message? Found that out myself the hard way. My wife was saying, "What is wrong with you? You forgot this, and you forgot this, and you forgot I did. I forgot, oh, forgot the chairs last Sunday. Remember all that? I was so forget, I was starting to think I got early stages of dementia, and I rebuked that in the name of Jesus. I, 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 what is going on?" And then I said, "Well, you know, and I started talking to her about it and I started telling her what I was thinking and what I was feeling and Lord, the Lord showed me that I hadn't been drinking enough water and sure enough would you believe she googled that and some of the very signs of dehydration is confusion in your mind it's cloudy thinking and forgetfulness, did you know that, can I tell you today the reason some folks have gotten forgetful of all that God's done in your life is because the devil succeeded in getting you in a dry land, you haven't had the water of the spirit in so long that you have forgot all that God has done for you. That's why I'm asking today for a frog strangler in your spirit, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in your life, so you'll remember all that he did back there. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever, and he did it then. He'll do it now. Don't you give up on your God. He hasn't given Given up on you. Somebody shout remember. Uh, We get down and out when we forget. Need to remember. I am not giving up the second I is I will keep believing. I choose to keep believing. Sometimes my mouth wants to say thoughts that my mind has. And I've learned to tell my mouth to shut up. <laughs> there he goes saying the S word again. Sorry. We done dismissed the little ones. It's the only time we can do that is say that word. But listen, I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to speak life. We talk about it nearly every Sunday, trying to change our words. To change our words, we got to change our mind We've got to recognize death and life are in the power of the tongue, so we need an infusion of life and faith into our spirit again where we will speak life. I know sometimes our body don't doesn't feel it. I know sometimes our mind doesn't want to think it, but it's time that we allow our desire for God to move, to override our flesh where our flesh just wants to lay down and quit. I will keep believing, and I'm going to speak life. Don't get around me with your doubt and power mouth. No sir I only want some folks around me that know how to speak life and I'm talking about speaking Jesus into a situation, the resurrection and the life. It's time you start speaking faith over your problem and over your circumstance. Hebrews 10 35 tells us now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him how am I going to live in a time of life him the squeeze. Can I tell you how? By having some faith that even when it doesn't look like it, I have faith and say, My God is able. Even when the doctor gives me a death sentence, I have faith to say, My God is able. Even when the surgeon says, There's no other way, I have faith to believe that my God is able. Where's Amber? You got Coulter back there. Eli, would you just stand up and show everybody Coulter? I know he's sleeping. I may have already told you this. but I, And I'm not going to get into details. But you know, when, when Coulter was, was uh, three weeks, was it three weeks old when he had his first surgery? Is that Okay, three weeks old. He had a surgery, and in that surgery to make a repair in his stomach, they discovered he had a hernia. They said he had a. Yeah, they discovered he had a hernia. The doctor was in there with the scopes. The doctor was in there, knowing what he was doing. He had a hernia. So sure of the hernia, they never they never did ask for any other tests or scams or anything. There were pictures that showed the hernia, the hole that was there, and they said it's got to be repaired. Would you believe that was it? Week before last, that we went over. They were there 5 o'clock in the morning. I was there not too long after them, close to 6 or something like that. And, and, and we were there and they go, they come and, and little culture, he was, they wouldn't let him eat. I'm, I'm not talking about mom and daddy. I'm, I'm talking about the the, the the doctors. They wouldn't let him, even let him have a bottle. And after 10 o'clock, he got a little bit of like Pedialyte at some point and that was it. Can you imagine that? A newborn waking up every two or three hours wanting to eat. Mama says, no, sorry, you can't have, not that a Miserable. Oh, he went through it. When well, they took him in the surgery and there we are sitting there waiting. And, oh, we, we had prayed over him. This family had prayed, oh God, heal his body. Heal this hernia in the name of Jesus. And we take him for this surgery. Never seen anything like this before. And the well, in, in this way, the doctor comes out and says, you know, I don't know what the other doctor was seeing, but where they said there was a hernia, I just want to show you there's no hernia there can I tell you we, we could say the doctor was mistaken or we can say no somebody had faith to believe that our God was able to heal our God was able to heal uh. all they made was just a couple of incisions on him and that was it maybe one or two I don't know but it wasn't bad they didn't do any repairs or nothing hallelujah that's faith That's faith. Faith over fear is what we must have. We must keep believing. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. Look at your neighbor. Look at them. Go ahead, look at them. I know you're probably wondering if they got that third part. Come on, that sound mind part. Hallelujah. But he give, he's given us power and love and a sound mind. You know what that means? That sounds like faith to me faith that gives us power through Jesus amen faith in the love of God for us and the peace that Jesus said was ours that is faith I'm telling you it's time you stand up in your situation or circumstance that looks like it it is never going to get any better and you just make up your mind I'm going to keep believing I know everybody else may be doubting but I'm going to keep believing is there anybody that's got a situation you need God to move in in your life if you do shoot your hand up I got a circumstance or say there are all hands are up all over this place. Can I encourage you for a moment just to keep believing? I know the flesh wants you to say it's never going to happen. The flesh wants you to say, you know, it may happen for everybody else but it's not going to happen for me. Just those good things just don't come to my life. I just don't get to experience those breakthroughs. I just don't get to experience those blessings. Can I tell you, the devil is a liar and the father of it. It's time you start speaking in faith. I said it's time you start speaking in faith and believing that your God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think. Doctor gives you a bad report. Don't you accept that? You start speaking faith in the name of Jesus. Keep believing. Keep believing. I've shared with you testimonies of my healing. Others have experienced healing. He's a healing God. Do we believe in this Jesus we sing about? Do we believe that he is king of kings and lord of lords? Come on. Do we believe today in the one true living God? I just want to know. Do we truly believe that he is our healer? That he is our provider? That he is our deliverer? Does anybody believe in Jesus today? I choose to keep believing. The third one, I will keep praising. <laughs> See, I'm gonna, my mind's made up, I'm not giving up. I'm gonna keep believing in my God and I'm gonna keep right on praising him. I'm gonna keep right on praising. See, the enemy of your soul knows if he can stop you from praising God, he can keep you out of the presence of God. And if he can keep you out of the presence of God, he'll keep you heavy, he'll keep you broken, he'll keep you defeated. That's the reality today. Therefore, I have made up my mind, I will keep right on praising my Jesus. I said, I'm gonna keep right on praising my Jesus. I love what the psalmist said in chapter 42 verse 5 oh he said why am I so discouraged why is my heart so sad I will put my hope in my God I will praise him again my savior and my God the King James version says I will yet praise him and that word yet means again and again and again how long you gonna praise him I'm gonna praise him again are you gonna keep right on singing I'm gonna praise him again yeah but it Ain't getting any better i'm just gonna praise him again you're still in your trial i'm just gonna praise him again you're still in your trouble i'm just gonna praise him again you're still in your mess i'm just gonna praise him again i'm gonna lift my voice i'm gonna lift my hands i'm gonna stomp my feet and i'm gonna praise my god and it's never failed me he's never let me down and it's not gonna start now i'm gonna praise him i'm gonna praise him in the morning i'm gonna praise him at noonday I'm going to praise him at night. I'm going to praise my God. I'm going to keep on praising my God. Give him a hand clap of praise tonight. Somebody shout, I'm going to praise him. Give me some more people up here. I'm going to praise him. I love the story of Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. The Bible says, and at midnight, I like that. At midnight, in the darkest hour, woo, all of a sudden Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. How many of you know everybody else around you is gonna hear when you start praising your God? Ha! I said, everybody's gonna hear when you start praising your God. I don't know what song they were singing, they might have made one up. I don't know. Paul could have said, Oh, Silas, it stinks in here, Silas. But our God is still able. Yes, he is. Oh, Silas, I know it's dark in this jail cell, but do we believe? Yes, we believe, Paul. Do we believe? Yes, we believe, Paul. We believe in our Savior, Silas. We believe in the one that died, Silas. He died, but he rose again, Silas. He rose on that third day. He rose victorious over death and hell. I can tell you today they let a song get up on the inside of them that was real they sang praises to their God I'm about to have a runaway right by myself it's dark in here. Oh, but Jesus is the bright and morning star. Yes, he is. (laughs) Woo, hallelujah. But we got chains on our hands. Yes, we do. And shackles on our feet. Oh, but Silas, oh, but Silas. There's one thing I know if death couldn't hold our Jesus these chains got to let us go huh. oh. hey, no, 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 somebody praise it somebody praise praise it praise on today. Put your praise on. He said he's given us a garment of praise for the spirit spirit of heaviness. I dare you to put a praise on right now. Praise him when things are good. Praise him when things are bad. Praise him when you got money and praise him when you're broke praise him when you're healthy and praise him when you're sick praise him in the breakthrough and praise him in the breaking praise him in the healing and praise him in the pain praise him in the morning and praise him in the dance praise him praise him. he's about to turn some not his morning into a dance hallelujah I'm gonna keep on praising, my God. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Can we take about 30 seconds and praise it? The devil wants you quiet, so open your mouth and praise the Lord. Gonna praise Him, Jada. Gonna praise Him as my deliverer. Hallelujah. You give the Lord praise for that. You get ready, girl, cause you're gonna have to speak it. Breakthrough Life Recovery on what God's doing in your life. Get ready. Who's got a praise? Cause He's your healer. Come on, who's gotta praise? Cause he's your provider. Who's gotta praise that he's your victory? Who's gotta praise that he's your savior and you're on your way to heaven and your name is written in the Lamb's book of life? Hallelujah, I'm gonna make up my mind right now I'm not giving up I'm not giving up I'm going to keep believing I'm going to keep right on praising Him and I'm going to keep on seeking Him I'm going to keep on keeping on I tell your neighbor keep on keeping on Ah, I'm going to keep on keep on see what happened what had happened was sorry it was there I had to do it Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. And then the Bible says, and suddenly. I like it when there's a suddenly. How many of you want a suddenly in your life today? That when you seek the Lord, he suddenly shows up. When you call out on his name, he suddenly shows up. Hallelujah. Bible says, the earth began to shake. All their chains were loosed. The prison door cell swung open and they had all been set free. Now that's a beautiful story. How many of you know uh, the enemy like for us to stop right there that it's just all about us getting free? But God always has another plan involved with our plan. Yes, he wants to bring us to a place of freedom and overcoming power. But at the end of the day, friend, you got to know that there's somebody outside of your jail cell that's listening to you sing, that's watching what's going on in your life, that's watching whether you're down and out all the time or you're up and coming in the name of Jesus. Bible says that jailer sprung down there, thought they had all escaped, took a knife going to kill itself, and Paul stopped and said, we're all here. That man basically said, what do I need? What do I do? What do I need to do to get saved? And Paul told him what to do, and they led him to the Lord. Can I tell you something today that all you've been going through and all you've been dealing with, this life in the squeeze that you've been in the middle of, God's not only going to bring you through it, but he's going to use your testimony to touch somebody else's life. He's going to use your mess to be a message for somebody else. I'm going to seek it see this is the deal we're going to close right here thought about the olive you know there's there's a process for olive oil but bottom line is until that olive is broken or squeezed on the oil doesn't flow But when there's a squeezing, the oil begins to flow. Some of you are facing things right now. Maybe you've been going through things and it's a squeeze on you. The enemy is bombarding you with all kinds of thoughts and things, wanting to destroy you, wanting to discourage you, wanting to depress you, wanting to tear you down. But I'm telling you today, if you'll do these four things, I'm going to, Make up my mind, I'm not giving up on God. I'm gonna keep believing, I'm gonna keep praising, and I'm gonna keep seeking. This is what you're gonna find. That in that squeeze, there's something He's gonna pour into you that'll flow out of you. Hallelujah. He's gonna pour into you, and it's gonna flow out of you. See, the oil doesn't belong to us. The anointing is not ours. It's his, but when he pours into us and we're in that squeeze, friend, that oil will flow from our life. Now let me say to you today, maybe you're at a place that you are just struggling. You're in battles, you're in troubles, you're in trials, you're in circumstances and situations and life is just squeezing on you. Circumstances may be squeezing on you. Can I tell you, I believe wholeheartedly that the purpose the Lord has us together today is for us as God's people to call out on Him, to seek Him. I can think of many times in my life, mine and Sister Amy's life together, that it it, it seemed like we were gonna be crushed in some things. That if the enemy had his way, man, this, this is gonna take us out. But we learned these secrets to recognize, you know what? We're just in the squeeze. We're just in the squeeze and it's not going to be the last time we're in the squeeze. We'll be in the squeeze again and when we're there, we're not going to let the enemy whoop us. We're not going to lay out a church. We're not going to give up. We're not going back to our old life. No, we're going to keep believing in our God. We're going to keep a praise in our lips. and Oftentimes we have to speak life whenever it feels like death. And We're going to keep seeking Him Because he said, seek and you shall find. Jeremiah said, he said, seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. Today I know that there's many that are here. That you're in the squeeze. Truth be told, you're tired. Like that boa constrictor, you can't get loose. You exhale a little bit and it gets tired. How many of you know? Jesus defeated Satan. Do you understand that? And that devil. That's battling you is nothing compared to your Lord and to your Savior. Now, this is is the reality. I may still have to face some things in this moment, but I can face them with life in me because it's not just about life in the squeeze. It's about being given life in the squeeze. What do you mean? This is what I mean. And I'm not wanting you to sing it, but I thought about that song that says, I feel like I'm born again. I feel like I'm living. That the enemy wants to get us so down and squeeze so hard. I mean, we feel like death. We're empty, we're dry, we're broken. But in the middle of it all, Fausti, the health problems that's squeezing on you, the Lord will give you life. John 10, 10, the thief cometh to steal, kill, destroy. But Jesus said, what I'm come that you may have life and life more abundantly. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what you're going through. The Lord does. But I, I believe this morning the Holy Spirit wouldn't have given me this message if there weren't some folks that needed him to breathe life into you today and needed him to pour his spirit out on you today that you're in the thick of the battle, the heat of the struggle, you're in the squeeze and you need an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The hands that have been raised all over this house through this message at times are indications that we need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit today. There's nobody here exempt. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. We all need that infusion of life. The Holy Spirit can do more in just a few seconds than the banker, the counselor, the doctor, the preacher, whoever can do in hours or a lifetime. Just a moment. Life in the squeeze. You don't have to die. You can live. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Spirit in this place today. Jesus. Oh, mighty God. I just thank you, Lord, for your word. Though we may be troubled on every side, we're not distressed. Though we may be pressed, we're not crushed. And Lord, there's so many in this place today, Lord, they're being pressed on. There's a squeeze on their life. Lord, today all I ask is as they're willing to step towards these altars, that you just meet them here, Lord. That you open heaven over this sanctuary right now in this moment in an unprecedented way. That there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost right now that your life, Lord, will be made manifest in this sanctuary. Oh, how we need you, Jesus. Come, come. someone obey the Lord this morning I don't have that interpretation obey the Lord we lift our hands up towards the heavens. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, sweet spirit of God. Sweet spirit of God, have your way, Jesus. Mm. Who needs him today? you need a move of God today in your life? Do you need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on your home, your family, your marriage? Do you need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon you as a mom or a dad? Do you need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on you as a man? All, all the teenagers in here today, do you need an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in your life? I honestly feel like we all, we all need to gather in these altars right now and do as he said to call on him and trust in him and believe. He'll bring us out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need him today. We need him today. Hallelujah. Lord, we need you. Lord, we're in the squeeze we may have made up our minds we will believe we are not giving up we will praise you jesus if you're here today you don't know jesus as lord you don't know jesus as savior friend listen to me don't walk out of these doors without knowing him if you were to to die on your way home without the lord you're not friend i don't know what you've been told but there's only Two places that you would end up, heaven or hell. And if you don't know Jesus, you're going to end up in hell. Don't chance that today. Today is the day of salvation. If you're backslidden and you're away from God, now is the time to rededicate your life unto Him. Renew your commitment, receive Him back into your life as Savior. Now is that time. Hallelujah hallelujah i want to ask this morning for as many as will for you to come and let's call out on him let's seek him and find him today let's seek him for an outpouring of the holy spirit upon our lives can we do that would you begin to step out from the back from side to side, and begin to move down to this front. If we've got to come all the way up on the steps, these front rows, whatever we got to do, can we seek the Lord for an outpouring of His Spirit in our lives? You may be in the squeeze today, oh, but you can leave out with victory on the inside. You can leave out with joy in your heart again. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people. Crosspoint can now be your home church from wherever you are through the weekly live stream on Facebook and YouTube and this podcast. For more information on Crosspoint, be sure to check out crosspointpdl.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week.